Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs. I am Gérald Ami, your host for today's debrief episode. Today we're going to debrief about a conversation I had uh, with Marem Dieng, the lead global innovation strategy for 500 startups. Uh, a very, very insightful conversation, I have to say. And for that debrief, as uh, usual, I have the pleasure to welcome Jason Delory and Mark Israel, our co-founders and co-hosts. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. How is it going for you? It's doing good. Hey, Gerald. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, nice to be back on the show, as always. So, gentlemen, what are, what are your thoughts on this very insightful conversation with Marim Dieng? Yeah, well, I, I actually really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, being in that field of startups, innovation and ecosystem building, which are all aspects that um, I am I'm truly passionate about. I, I thought it was really good. Uh, but one of the things that I, I think, you know, through this conversation that you can't ignore is that that different perspective of, of looking at the Pan-African element. And one thing she said in, in your discussion was regarding the market size versus the business model. Um, some of these businesses and some of these business models are not viable within the markets that they're in because the markets are either too small or not appropriate or just don't have the right infrastructure to develop sustainably. Whereas there are neighboring countries, neighboring regions where some of these models would fit much better. And in order to make sure that we are creating a landscape in which we can successfully say that in the coming years, there will be successful startups, SMEs that will come out of these markets and that will, at the end of the day, elevate the quality of life of the majority of the population and create um, stronger um, economic leverage for the population, it's important to include Pan-Africanism in the initial conversations because we have to be able to find a way for it to be easy to build a business across the continent and to scale that business across the continent. Saying how a lot of times some of the reasoning for some of the African entrepreneurs or, or startups to fail is not necessarily the business model itself. However, it's more the market business model fit and the fact that this could work in a neighboring market uh, that maybe had more, more access to capital or whatever the case may be. So I thought that was a really important piece and, and how when we look at Africa as a fragmented market, um, yes, lots of these elements cannot stand alone. They, they don't seem viable or sustainable. However, when you start looking at Africa as a pan-African market, this changes the ballgame. And, and I think that is an element of the battle I had never thought about in the sense that we need to also be putting efforts in ensuring that we have open markets, ensuring that we have you know, trade between the different countries, minimal barriers between setting up a company that is able to trade in different uh, countries across Africa. I think that's an element that I hadn't really thought about as much. And as she raises it, I think it's such an important piece that we really need to uh, stop looking at these these fragmented markets and looking at it more as Africa's one market. Um, And yes, that will take time, as she mentions, but uh, I I, I love it. And I I think that's a great way to approach it and, and something that could be really powerful. Yeah, well, I, I I tend to think the same. Actually, I, that was the, that was the theme I pointed out as well. So, um, and it's and it's interesting because as as, as Mariam was speaking, I was um, you know reminded of our conversation with Adifolu. Um, so my, my my Nigerian friend 
where we're talking about you know geographical expansion and particularly in Africa where where we see a lot of barriers and and it's and and sometimes it's it seems difficult. Now the thing which was interesting as well is the fact that because she comes from Senegal from the west from the French uh, part. Um, but at the same time, you know, having lived in South Africa, so um, have different perspective as well. I think that it's interesting to see that you see sub-regions in Africa. Okay, so we have the West African region, uh, Nigeria, Ghana, probably working more together uh, than they work with Cote d'Ivoire, for example, um, and East Africa, of course, because of SADC working together. Um, but there are more more to that, and, and I think that's an interesting perspective. Is that Look at the size of your market. Maybe your market is not the good one for what you want to do. What does ecosystem and economic transformation on the continent mean in relationship to Pan-Africanism? It's very important to understand that as a young uh, and fragmented continent with 54 different countries, some of these individual markets are just not sizable enough in particular industries. And maybe the neighboring market is better. Yes, I know from a human perspective, it may be more difficult, but hey, at the same time, we're talking about 1 billion people, okay? It's a continent, it's not a, it's not a country. And it's interesting because of, because of say, the size of the market, the immaturity of some markets as well, where there may be nicer opportunities elsewhere, uh, but not far, just nearby countries. So, so I think that gives a different perspective and puts a different lens as well as the fact that we are not doing business. And that's something I truly believe, having lived on the continent for close to 10 years, we don't do business in Africa like we do business in Europe or in the US. But that's a perspective I've never actually realized of, hey, that may be one angle of why business is different. And, and why we should not limit ourselves in looking at let's, let's think small and, and, or start small and build big, da, da, da. but say, you know, let's start small, but maybe not here, nearby, and, and scale not here, but nearby as well. And so, and there's a lot of opportunities, and we know that, well, we love to make business with our friends, and sometimes it's easier to do business in Africa than elsewhere. And so, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting thought actually i think that pan-african integration itself as a as a topic would be something very interesting that if we could go deeper into that so i'll take this opportunity right here if um anyone listening to us uh, out there and 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 would like to bring their knowledge and insights or, or, or journey they've done so far which, uh, which relates to Pan-African integration. We, we would really like to host you on the show, so, so reach out to us because I think, yes, we want to grow uh, ecosystems around Africa. As we said, it's, it's 54 countries, 54 different markets, with each of them having their own particularities, but um, making each and every one of these 54 markets working together, reducing the barriers, whatever they are, market, market entry, technological, legal, um, human capital, whatever the barriers are, reducing all those barriers to integrate that 54 market into a thriving, uh, unified market 
I believe will be the will be the leap that Africa will do um, compared to the to the rest of the world. And and if we achieve that, um, I and I totally believe we can achieve it. It will just take time, as Marin said. Um, that would be that would be something uh, tremendous. So if anyone out there uh, would like to contribute to the thoughts and and, and thinking about how we can we can drive this pan-African integration, please feel free to to reach out to us. We'll be very happy to, to host you and and give you the platform to to share your knowledge and insights. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure to host you uh, for this short and uh, insightful debrief too. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks, Gerald. Thanks, Matt. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs.